0: Welcome to another episode of Girlfriends Talking, where your story matters. I'm excited today because I get to speak to Yvette Walker. She is an author, a speaker, and a podcaster. And tonight, she's going to be promoting her book, Whispering in His Ear, a devotional series. She is the founder of the Positively Joy Ministries at PositivelyJoy.com which includes a weekly podcast of the same name, a Facebook community group, along with other social media related to her ministry. And her ministry focuses on helping find joy in living a life of faith through the power of prayer and the word of God and I don't know about you ladies but I need a little joy in my life. This month, December, there's so much hustle and bustle and so many lists and so many shopping uh, things to do and, and so many people to buy gifts for and you got a party here and you have a party there and in the midst of all that sometimes we just lose our joy. So if it's your first time tuning in, grab a seat, grab a cup of coffee. Tag a friend, share tonight because you're not going to want to miss my conversation with my friend, Yvette Walker. Let's bring her in. Hi, beautiful. How are you? I am well. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. I'm loving the glasses. I'm (laughs) loving the lip color. Yes, (laughs) yes. Where are you coming from today?
1: I am coming from Oklahoma in the middle of the state. Oh, I've never been to Oklahoma before. What's the weather like? You know, today it's kind of in the 50s, a little foggy, a little rainy. Not too bad today.
0: Okay, wonderful. Yeah, we're having the same weather here in Pennsylvania. I'm Mm -hmm. in a little town called Chambersburg. Uh, If you're familiar with Pennsylvania, i had never heard of Chambersburg before I moved here. We're kind of in between, um, we're like 25 minutes from Hagerstown, Maryland, Mm -hmm. and probably about 45 minutes from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. I, you know, I'm actually going to be in that area sometime next spring. So, <gasps> all right, I'm going to, I'm going to look you up. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes, we got it. We have to get together. We have yes. to definitely get together. Yes. yes. Awesome. So tell, tell my girlfriends a little bit about who is Yvette Walker? Mm,
1: yeah, I'd be happy to. So I am a longtime journalist turned educator Uh, I am originally from Chicago. Uh, I was uh, always been in the church. I was born Catholic, went to church all the time. Uh, Now go to a non-denominational church with my husband, my husband's church. And I have always known God. I've always believed in him, but I haven't always been seeking. I haven't always been seeking the joy that you only get from him. And so, you know, he kind of took me down this path and He's given me some insights and that's where we are today with, uh, you know, he was the one who came up, literally, he was the one who came up. And when I say he, I mean the Lord, with the idea for the podcast, which is another story we'll get into in a minute. Um, but that's 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 what I'm doing right now. I have um, a lot of students surrounding me. Finals is next week. And so we'll be giving those finals to those students and um, life is good.
0: So are you a professor. I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. At a college. Yes. Okay. Okay. Shout out to um your students. Yes. <laughs> yes and so exactly. how'd you go from being a journalist to an educator to where you are now? Like,
1: yeah, you know, it's not unusual for journalists to Decide, you know, I'm going to do this for so many years and then I'm probably going to teach or I'm going to do something. I mean, that's what really that's what a lot of journalists think will happen. And okay. so I was working at the Oklahoman, which is in Oklahoma City. I had been there uh, since 2006. And then in 2015, the prior editor of the paper, who is now dean of my college, called me and said, hey, would, I'd love you to, for you to be assistant dean. And I didn't, I thought it was a little early in my career. I thought that I wouldn't make that transition just yet, but um, you know, it's kind of hard to turn that down. It was a great opportunity. And I love working with students. Even while I was a journalist, I was always uh, coaching students. I was always involved in summer journalism workshops with high school students who want to go into this. I was always in some way working with students and uh, it just seemed like a natural thing. Now, I wondered if I would miss the newsroom too much, you know, when I first got there. But the energy from the students is just so electric that I don't miss it as much as I thought I would.
0: Okay, great, great. And so then how did you transition to podcasting?
1: So, all right, we, most of us, well, I shouldn't even say most of us, those of us who were fortunate to be able to work from home or stay home, this was during COVID. A lot of podcasts were created during COVID, that is for sure. And I thought that I wanted to do this podcast. I'd always wanted to do a podcast, but for some reason it was always too complicated. I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. There was always a, you know, some kind of barrier for me, um, to start this podcast. And the podcast was going to be on what I call the intersection of beauty, hair, and politics Mm -hmm. because, uh, and it's a great subject and it's, and, you know, there are other people talking about it. But uh, I was home that day and I was, and I had my computer and I said, okay, this can't be too hard. I'm just going to sit down here and figure it out. Right. And so I, I had done that. I was going to get started. And the Lord said, no, it won't be on that. It will be on joy. Okay. And I was like, wow. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Number one, what you mean, Lord, and what about joy? <laughs> and um, so what am I going to call this thing? Uh, because when the Lord tells you to do something, you say, yes, Lord, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, yes, Lord, but I really didn't know what I was doing. And I didn't know what I was going to call it. So I said, okay, we're just going to call this Finding Joy. That was going to be the name of it. And I very quickly realized that there's a lot of other podcasts out there that have a name like that. And I said, well, I probably should change it. In fact, if you go all the way back to the first episode, you'll hear me say, welcome to Finding Joy. So I said, okay, no, we need to get a more unique name lord what can it be and he said positively joy and i said um well okay but you know lord that's not grammatically correct because you know i'm a word person and it's not it's not grammatically correct which is why i know the lord gave me that name i mean the grammatical thing would be positively joyful or positively joyous so i actually did not come up with that name but since i since I embraced it, because, you know, again, that's what we do with Lord tells you to do something. Um, I have found that a lot, a lot of people love it. They think it's kind of catchy or whatever. So, you know, so if it had been me, you know, with my human ways, I would have changed it. I would have done something else. Right. But you know, the Lord knows what the Lord knows. So that's how it
0: started absolutely absolutely so yeah the whole thing about podcasting um kind of with girlfriends talking that happened and I'm like lord you know how am I gonna do this he's like just do it and Mm -hmm. I've been figuring it out on my own little by little and I'm sure that there's so much more to (laughs) learn but it's it's fun and honestly I didn't think about doing a podcast because we were doing just um video interviews Mm. and then somebody said well Ramona if you got the video all you gotta do is download the audio and there's your podcast and I thought hmm okay. And so that's how that happened.
1: <laughs> no, that makes sense. And I'm just, I'm just the opposite because I come from the print background, newspapers, websites. I'm a behind the camera kind of girl. So it would make more sense for me just to do the podcast, but I am trying to get out of, get out. I mean, not out of my shell. I'm, I'm an extrovert, but just get used to speaking in front of the camera and letting people see my face. It's weird.
0: It's well, weird. I have- <laughs> Well, I love it. I love it. So, um, and I've been following you for a little bit. And so I'm just going to throw this plug in now for those that are watching and don't know Yvette Walker. um, So we have this conference that we came up with last year um, because nobody, you know, with COVID and the weather in February, you know, not having to worry about travel and things. We came up with the Encourage conference. And so last year was our first conference. And this year is going to be our second conference, and we're going to be speaking on Joy. And Yvette is going to be one of our guest speakers. Yes, thank you so
1: much for asking. Yeah, (laughs) I'm I'm so so excited. excited.
0: (laughs) <laughs> um, that's gonna be February 4th. It's gonna be online. Um, I can give it some information later after we're done talking, uh, but it's gonna be online. You can come in in your jammies, um, invite some girlfriends. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be from nine to 12 Eastern standard time. We'll have so much fun, but I can't wait cause you're gonna bring us joy. And, and after this year has been crazy, we want to start a yeah. new year with some joy. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're, you are not wrong. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So now um, you're a journalist and you're teaching, you're a podcaster, but you're a writer and you've mm-hmm. written these books um, and you have a series. It's called Whispering in His Ear devotional series. Did I get that right?
1: Yes, that's right. Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. And and so I have a question. So mm-hmm. the question is: Do the two books work together, and how? So tell us a little bit about your books.
1: Yes, yes. You know what? I guess I should have them in front of me. They're actually up. I should have. I will. I will grab I them see in a minute. Them. They're Go out grab there. It. Okay, I'm gonna grab them <laughs> Go really, grab really it. quickly. I should have. This had is my them show. We Just can do what, what we want to do.
0: <laughs> Love
1: it. All right, I'm gonna put my headphones back on. So. Okay. The sound is good. So these two books work together, but you also can use them, you know, independently. So Whispering in His Ear uh, actually has a new cover, but this book was uh, released last year in 21. It's a devotional, a month-long devotional where you get essays, life lessons that the Father has given me, an ex- a prayer to pray, an exercise to do, and some some room to jot down your thoughts. So after this came out, I said, you know what, it would be great to create um, kind of a companion study guide to this, but also could work on its own. And that is called God's voice and how to listen. Now the difference, it's much bigger. You can see this is six by nine, this is eight, eight and a half by 11. It's large print, so it's very easy to read. It's, it's there's, there's more room in here to journal. And it's a deeper kind of exploration of scripture and the discussions that we had in the original book. But again, this also lives on its own. So we're talking about the, you know, we talk about joy, obviously on my podcast, but a lot of the idea about joy for me and the lack of joy that I had was that I felt like I was not able to hear from the father. Growing up as a girl, I felt very closely connected to him. I felt like I could hear him um, clearly. Um, I felt like, you know, we we could talk. And then I grew up, graduated college, started working, became an adult, got into the world, right? And his voice went away. And that made me really, really sad. And to be honest, for a long time, I thought it was my fault that, that I wasn't worthy to hear him that, that he didn't want to talk to me anymore because of something that I had done. And that's not true at all. I just had to remember and retrain myself to listen for his voice. He's never stopped talking to him to me or anybody else. So The idea for the books came from that when I had kind of a breakthrough at a Christian retreat and began to be able to hear his message for my life again. Now life was great. My career was great, but there was just, you know, uh, career was great friends, all of that, but there was something missing. I mean, there was, it was palpable. There was something missing and I didn't really know what it was. Now, since I started the podcast, Um, And even before the podcast, he began to give me messages to write. I decided to really start the whole Positively Joy ministry area because I am a communicator. I'm a writer. I've always been a writer. Um, I have always done that as being a journalist, of course, I'm an editor, I'm a writer, but I never really use the skills of communication that he has given me in his honor and glory that's Mm -hmm. what i wanted to finally do so i started writing down the messages he was giving me which turned into the first book i started the podcast and then decided to come up with the second book again god's voice and how to listen which is great for small groups study groups um people who want to share the message uh, and things like that so they are related but they can also be used independently
0: Okay. Well, I don't know if you know this, but um, one of the ministries I have um, at our local jail, especially during the pandemic, I've always done it, but during the pandemic even more because we couldn't go in to visit them. Is I take books into the jail, oh. and so usually a lot of our authors that come and that I interview them, um, we we work it out till you know I get their books into the jail. So I'll talk to you off camera. Yes, I would be happy to give about you that. that because yes. um, what better resource other than the Bible. Obviously we get the Bibles in there, but you know, they have so much time on their hands mm-hmm. and what better way than to journal and to read um, great Christian authors like yourself. Um, and so, yeah, that's my, and I don't mind begging. I, I buy the books. You don't have and, to beg. You no, don't no, have to beg. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying well, what I do is I buy the books and then I call up, Or text some of my pastor friends Mm -hmm. um and i'm like hey you know i just had this author on and she's got this really good book and i just brought a case of books and they're like here you go who who do i write the check to oh (laughs) so yeah that's that's what i mean that i don't mind begging um so yes because what better way than to get you know they have libraries of books and i've seen the books that come in there and um you know you want them reading some good stuff, right? Some good material and definitely to point them to Christ. And so I'm excited to be able to, but we'll talk about that later. So, so, so share a little bit about your, um, your testimony. Absolutely. So the
1: testimony is this, you can be a believer all your life. You can go to church every Sunday. This, this was me. I believed in God. Uh, baptized as a baby, went to Catholic school, went to Catholic high school, went, to, kept going to church, you know, never stopped any of that. But you can be a believer and still not understand that there is more, this the full richness of the Lord. The idea about joy, when he told me to do this podcast on joy, and I was like, okay, well, what about joy? So like you, you know, I've been learning. He's been revealing to me over time I I believe what the message is and the message is that the only real joy that will complete us as humans comes from the father. People go chasing a lot of things to find joy. Uh, They chase people, they chase substances, alcohol, things like that. Right. And they chase food. I've, I've had a food issue all my life, you know, a weight issue. Um, so there's all these things that we chase, but the only thing we should be chasing is the Lord. And we can find that in my signature, well, not my, but the signature scripture that we use for the show in John 15. And I love the fact that it comes from John 15 because John 15, everyone knows it for the vine and the branches story. Like that's Mm -hmm. the famous story, right? Mm -hmm. But if you keep reading and go down to verse nine, 10, 11, I kind of call it Jesus's DIY. He basically says, if you keep my commands and remain in my love and the father's love, that my joy will be in you and your joy will be complete. That's it.
0: <laughs> I like that. I'm typing that in to put it on the screen. I like that. Jesus D.
1: DIY, right? V- DIY. Do it yourself. Oh,
0: gotta fix and it. <laughs>
1: really, it's not doing it yourself because we're doing it with him. Right. But I right. mean, it's, it doesn't have to be D-I-Y. complicated. Now, um, you know, it's he wants he wants us to be filled with joy, but we he wants us to be filled with the joy that comes from him. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he's revealed to me over the years. I've had this podcast, but it does. It, it really does make sense. And it's true. Um, I definitely feel like there's not a hole anymore. And I tell people this love your children, love your husband, I love my husband, but my husband does not complete me. Amen. Right? The Lord completes
0: me. Yeah. Yeah. We we as women sometimes we put a lot of pressure on our husbands, yeah, on we our do. boyfriends' fiances, yeah, to complete us. And I think it's because we've grown up watching these movies, right? These love movies. Where boy meets girl. Now, especially all the Christmas movies that are out now. At Hallmark, right? Boy meets girl, they fall in love and they live happily ever after. And we put so much pressure on these men to complete us, but only God can complete us. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. once we take them off that pedestal or wherever we put them on to make them, you know, stressed out to try to complete us, once we let them go and release Mm -hmm. them, (laughs) it's freeing for them. And then God's like, okay, yes. Now like, I can step in and, you know, fill that, that hole. Yeah. So, so true. So yeah, true. These movies. <laughs> <laughs> So you grew up in Chicago. Tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about growing up in Chicago, how that was. Now, my grandmother lived in Chicago. She's okay. now in Melrose Park. God love her. Mm-hmm. She'll be 103 December the 10th. Oh, bless her. Yes. Um, but when my parents split up when I was a little girl, well, when they were in the process of splitting up, my mom sent me on this weekend trip with my grandmother that turned into two years, three years later, anywho, oh, wow. but we lived in Chicago mm-hmm. and for the life of me, I can't tell you what the name of the school was. Cause I kind of zoned out during that time. Cause I was homesick. You can imagine. Oh, sure. I never, I never knew a seven year old could be depressed, but I was depressed. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, tell me a little bit how it was growing up in Chicago. Yeah. So I grew up on the South
1: side of Chicago. Um, you know, I guess you could say lower middle class, whatever, you know, that is, uh, went to, so in Chicago, at least during you know, in my youth, um, public schools could be a little dicey. And because my mother wanted me wanted to raise me up in the church, uh, I went to a parochial
0: school. I went to Catholic school. And those are good schools. Let me tell you, you mm-hmm. probably could t- you verify that you got a good education, right?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Got, got a good education.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, so on the South side of Chicago, which is, you know, which definitely is a multicultural part of the city. Um, when I was during that time, you know, my neighborhood was mostly African American, um, but you know, not, not always. It was definitely multicultural. There were other other peoples from other races there. Um, it was, you know, it was a great time. I grew up in the '70s. I'm a '70s kid.
0: I was born in '69.
1: Okay, okay, and so it was. Um, you know, it was, it was a good time and, and people cared about each other and communities were tight. I remember block parties, yeah, you know, that's... we don't have that anymore, no, right? You know, so no, it was great. Chicago though has snow. So there were the great, the great winters of Chicago and people getting stuck and, um, people, People putting lawn chairs out on the street to guard your parking place.
0: Because uh, yeah, after you shoveled for an hour, I know. Do you remember somebody that? Somebody comes in and parks in your spot. Yeah. I, know,
1: I know. right? <laughs> I mean, Chicago is a big city. Uh, it is definitely, definitely big city, and but Chicago still was a friendly city. Mm-hmm. And I, so I went away after graduation and started working in my journalism career and moving around. So I haven't lived in Chicago since then, um, but it, you know, but it is, it is a friendly city or I remember it as a friendly city mm-hmm. and um, so much to do there. I mean, it was just great. I lived on the South side, but I went to high school on the North side. Okay. So I had a long, you know, uh, commute. commute every day. And I went through downtown. so going through downtown every day and I could get off the bus and we could go look around my girlfriends and I so we had fun
0: yeah I'm originally from north New Jersey we call Mm -hmm. it brick city Mm -hmm. and so a similar thing um we my parents when so I'm the youngest of four my siblings um went from like the projects to like an apartment Mm -hmm. so then when my parents brought the house and then surprise surprise my mother wasn't expecting any more children and God had other plans. Um, And so um, the the neighborhood was uh, mostly Caucasian. Mm -hmm. We were the first Hispanic, Latino, uh, Puerto Rican uh, family to move in. Mm. And then to my right and my left were the first African-American, Mr. and Mrs. King and Mr. and Mrs. Martin. And when we were growing up, if our parents were home and something happened, we went to our neighbors. Yes. Mm-hmm. I remember one time my brother and my sister got into a fight, and somehow something wind up breaking, and Jackie wind up getting, you know, cut under her under her chin. And so they ran next door because you know one of our neighbors was a mm-hmm. uh, a nurse, and so she came and did her thing. And my parents were home, and you could do that. And when the the street lights came on, you knew it was time to go home. And we played together and mm. th- th- during the summers, the fire hydrant, you know, we'd have the water and the cars would come, you know, we have our little can with the water I'm like, no, don't wait. <laughs> I just wash my car. I don't wait. It's okay. Go, 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 go. And then we'd yeah. go. Yeah. And it was fun. Like you said, it was fun. Back it then. was
1: when you, when you talked about, um, Oh gosh. Uh, what did you say? You just said something that I would really connected with. Oh yeah. Um, going over to the neighbor's house. So my mother was a nurse. And my father, you know, my both my parents worked full time, right? So after elementary school, um, I would go over to the neighbor's house because sometimes my sister, you know, she might have had to work because she was older than me. And the same thing, go over to the neighbor's house and wait for mommy to get home. And just having that kind of relationship was really awesome.
0: And I had one of those neighbors in front of us. She was an Italian older woman, mama. And uh, I would go sit at her house. And I think that's where I was exposed to uh, soap operas for the first time. Oh, wow. And I remember her her TV and she would make pasta. And I would come home and I would tell my mother, Mama does this magic t- uh, trick with her teeth. She's like, really? I said, She's tell me more. I said, when she does her pasta, her teeth click. <laughs> it was her dentures. I didn't was, know. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, It was her dentures. And she'd mm-hmm. be like, watch, watch what I could do. And she would do this homemade, um, you know, pasta and this little wow. machine. And yeah, and it was. <laughs> I miss those days. Yeah, I miss those days where you yeah. knew who your neighbors were, and you know you could yeah. trust your kids with the neighbors. And if your neighbor needed to pull the kid by the ear and mm-hmm. bring them home, it could, mm-hmm. you know, you could do. Now you can't do that. So I yeah, I know it's sad. Yeah, yeah, It Really is. Really yeah. is. Okay, <laughs> so tell us where we can find Positively Joy podcast.
1: All right, so you can find Positively Joy wherever you listen to podcasts. And I actually have a surprise. I have a surprise announcement for you.
0: Uh-oh.
1: And you and this might be the first place that I've announced it. Ooh, I'm okay. excited and honored. Yes, okay. So um Whispering His Ear, I'm just pulling it up again, is is going to is going to be, it's already done, but it has to be released, an audiobook.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. So it's it'll be an audiobook on Audible and wherever Audible. you get mm-hmm, wherever you get your thing. And also I'm having it translated into Spanish.
0: Very good. Yay!
1: So it's gonna be translated into Spanish and it will be on Audible in Spanish.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So awesome.
1: I'm, I'm very excited about that.
0: Good. And I'll help you get the word out because I do have um, Spanish listeners Mm -hmm. and uh, I recently started a Facebook page called Restaurando Mujeres, which is restoring women. Now I can't restore women, but I know Christ can. Absolutely. And so um, it's kind of new on Facebook. We don't have a whole lot of followers, but we've already had two speakers and so that would be great to be able to promote your book to our Spanish speaking audience. I'm, I'm, so, I'm really so
1: excited about it. Um, yeah, I'm just so excited about it. I'm hoping to have the Spanish translation and the, and the audio ready for Lent. Okay. Yes, but, but for Whispering Is Ear, the English audio, uh, audio on Audible will be ready before Christmas.
0: Okay, before Christmas. All yeah. right. I know, I'm so see. excited.
1: And so, yeah, just go to positivelyjoy.com um, to get information about the books or me. Uh, you can listen to the podcast wherever you go for podcasts, but you can also listen to it at positivelyjoy.com.
0: Absolutely great. And then I'm just taking a peek here through my notes. It looks like your um, podcast is, is done really well. As of May, 2020, you had 30,000 downloads.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm up to 35,000 now. That is awesome. And, um, and somehow I ended up on a list. I'm in, I'm in the top five of the top 10 women's podcasts based on some certain criteria. And I was mm-hmm. like, really? Okay. That's nice. So okay. I'm excited
0: about that. Wonderful. And so um people are listening as far as Canada, South Africa, mm-hmm. the UK. That is awesome. Yeah. Now um so your 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 interviews when you do interviews with people on your podcast, what type of people can we expect to listen to? Like what do you mm-hmm. look for in in your interviews?
1: So my listeners are mostly women, so I do have a lot of women, but I have men on there as well. And I do have different seasons. So season four, which is the season we're in now, is all about taking God with you every day in your everyday life being open to his promptings and finding joy in that so the people that i've talked to have everyday stories and where they you know where they are able to rely on god just in their everyday lives and and it's not just the every sunday thing or every wednesday thing or whatever so that's what we're talking about in in this season but the people range from you know other authors and podcasters and speakers but sometimes musicians um, I'm really excited about the fact, are you familiar with The Chosen, the yes. TV show? So mm-hmm. I had the director, Dallas Jenkins, on the show. I saw that! Yeah, yeah. Um, a wonderful singer, um, Brooke Robertson, was on the show. Um, and she's got just an amazing story, coming, basically coming back from uh, a sexual abuse when she was a child and writing a, writing a song about it okay. and confronting her abuser. So that was a really good conversation. Um to to moms talking about taking care of their families, so we have a lot of different kind of people on the show, but we always try to bring it back to joy. And this season, talking about taking God with you in your everyday life.
0: Okay, so so which um, interview or conversation has been uh, the most um, surprising or the most memorable? Or maybe something that you didn't know that was kind of like an aha moment for you. So there's, it's gonna
1: hard, be hard to pick one, but I'll but I'll and pick okay. I'll pick three. I'll pick three. Okay. So one, of course, was being able to talk to Dallas Jenkins. Yeah. And, and not only talk to him. How did that happen? Like, well, how did you connect? So I went to a I went to a conference. I went to the NRB, the National uh, Radio Broadcaster, uh, Religion Broadcaster Conference, and had a chance to talk to him there. But later. I was on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a social audio platform. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I used to have a show on there called, or a room called The House of Joy. But you know, you can't do everything. So I, I, I let that go. But when I had it, one day we were talking and guess who pops up? We were talking about The Chosen that day. And I see, you know, cause you see like a little icon. So I see appear Dallas Jenkins in the room. And I said, "Well, hello, Dallas. Apparently, we have Dallas Jenkins in the room." And I was just joking; I thought it was somebody else. But then he spoke, and it was him. <sighs> and he just showed up in the room, which was so fun. So that that was fun and surprising. And he's just, you know, he's a very gracious person. He talks to anyone who wants to talk to him can talk to him. He's just such a gracious person, and is such a um, is not big headed in any way. He talks about his own failures before. Um, So definitely check out, if you haven't heard it, check out that, those two uh, episodes. Then another one was talking to a gentleman who has, um, who practices centering prayer, which is, was kind of, was kind of more famous um, several years ago, but it's just quieting yourself and centering yourself and not saying anything. But being open to God's prompting, which I'm really big into and letting God's word come to you and shooing everything else out of your mind. Like, you know, if you if your grocery list pops into your head, come back to a word. There's like a word that you would use. Of course, mine is joy. So but you don't say anything unless you need to set, recenter yourself. And that was an interesting um, thing because we actually did it on the episode just for just for a little while. That was really pretty interesting. And then another one was that I had, again, Catholic upbringing, there's a gentleman on YouTube, who has a rosary show. And they they, they practice the rosary. I, and I, I think a lot of people don't know what that is, who aren't Catholic. Um, they don't understand what it is. And so we did a show on the rosary. And we said the rosary on the show, which was yeah. which was really interesting.
0: Yeah, I had my brother, um, Pastor uh, Angel Cartagena, mm-hmm. on my show one day, and um, his wife uh, put a comment. She says, Ask your brother about what's in his hand. And I hadn't noticed in, anything in his hand, but I guess mm-hmm. she's in the same room with him. So I said, Angel, I what do you have in your hand? And he says, I have a rosary. Mm -hmm. And so before we, you know, got attacked for, you know, whatever, because, you know, you know what was coming after that, he explained um, the reason why he had it in his hand. Mm -hmm. And that was new for me. Um, And so I'm definitely going to go back and listen to your interview on that because I'm curious to see if it's kind of the same thing, the reasons why my brother does it. But I was like, "Mm, that makes sense.
1: (laughs) He, you know, he explains, I mean, most people who know the rosary tend to be Catholic, but, um, but everyone could do it. He explains where it came from. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's about God and the mother of God and the prayers are talking about God and the mother of God Um, and where the prayers come from. They're biblically sound um, because basically you know, it's, you know, the the prayer to Mary basically comes from scripture. the Bible, comes from scripture. And mm-hmm. then, of course, the Our Father, we know where that came from. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of people are not familiar with what that is or may mm-hmm. think it's weird or may think it's kind of, I don't know, um, idolish, but it's, right. it's really not. So it's that, was, not. that was an interesting show. And we actually did pray the rosary at the end of the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Puerto Rican. I grew up, you know, uh, yeah. Catholic. Yeah. Um, you said something about a lot of snow in Chicago and it took me back to, um, I was baptized when I was probably about six months old mm-hmm. at the Basilica in North New Jersey. Look that up later. And it's a beautiful church. Mm-hmm. Um, but my brother tells the story of, um, it snowed, and this was, we're talking April. I was born in October. So they did my baptism in, in April mm-hmm. and it snowed and there was a lot of snow. And my mom's like four foot something tiny. My dad's <laughs> six two. So yeah. like, where'd you get the height? I got my height from my dad, but my brother who was seven years older than me, his responsibility was my mom handed me over to him and said, now you get her over to the church safely yeah, because I got to try to walk in, in the snow. And so he did. And, mm-hmm. uh, and of course we had all this food and, uh, and nobody, Really showed up just like you know, my godparents and stuff, and so we probably had leftovers for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it can it can that.
1: snow, it can it has snowed in Chicago in May before,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> not absolutely. a lot, but yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Good memories, so,
0: okay. So, that was uh, okay. So, the chosen, the prayer. Mm-hmm. And in the,
1: in the rosary and the rosary, but there've been, yeah. but there, I mean, it's hard to pick. There's been so many mm-hmm. good ones. Like I really enjoyed listening to the singer songwriter and her story about abuse and how she confronted that abuser. Um, cause she felt like she needed to do that before she went public with this song. Um, and then gosh, there's, I mean, there's just been so many, there's been, um, lots of people who are able to give really good coaching advice that I've talked to over the years. Um, just a ton of people who are just so wise and who you know god has granted them wisdom uh, i I've, I've talked to a um uh, a comedian before
0: oh i uh, love comedy
1: yes yes a christian comedian and um just all
0: good stuff, yeah. Yeah, my brother and I, we we like to. I, I love to laugh. Like laughter yes. is medicine to my soul. Me too. And I'm always cutting up and you know acting like a clown. And my brother and I get each other. So, for example, on Facebook, he tagged me. He's like, "This is so you," and it was a picture. Of someone shower with like a shampoo bottle and a tamarind <laughs> <laughs> you know the rack that you put over your water spout yeah, yeah. and uh, he's like uh wh- why is this you and so we joke and carry on but you know, it's all in good fun. uh, Mm -hmm. And because, you know, we need some joy. We need some joy in our life. Right. And um, so if you can leave us, if there's something that I didn't ask, if something you didn't share, if you could just leave us with one thing tonight, what would that be? I just
1: want to remind people that joy is not a feeling. It's faith. And we can be walking in the in the lows and in, in the depths and still find joy in the Lord because He's there with us and he's walking with us. Um, so you know, don't just feel like you have to be happy all the time. That's not going to happen. And he didn't guarantee that, but he amen. did guarantee to, and, and he and he committed to us that he would be with us in the highs of our lives and the lows. So joy is not a feeling,
0: it's faith. Amen, amen, thank you. And quickly. Where was this picture taken?
1: Oh wow. So that was taken in mm-hmm. Oklahoma on a on the top of a parking garage. And in the back, that's a cathedral that you can okay. see in
0: the background. Yeah. I love that picture.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Beautiful,
0: beautiful. All right, sis. Well, listen, thank you so very much for okay, spending great. Um, time with us tonight. Tell your husband I said thank you, thank you, thank you. Because anytime you're talking to someone on a show, you're taking time away from him. So tell Mm -hmm. him I said thank you. I will let me know when you're in town so that we can connect. And when I'm in your neck of the woods, I'll let you know so that we can connect. Don't disappear. I'm gonna put you in the um green room to say goodbye and then I'll come back and we'll chat a little bit. Okay.
1: Okay, thank you so much for having me.
0: You're welcome. Ladies, thank you for joining us tonight. If you have not done so, please go check her um, her podcast, Positively Joy, um, and you can catch that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, pick up her book. Um, Now's a perfect time. If you have uh, a family member, a neighbor, a teacher, and you you're not sure what to grab them, her book. Uh, her series, Whispering In His Ear devotional series, will make a perfect gift for just about anyone, really. Um, And so I love you all with the love of Christ. If you have not already subscribed to my YouTube channel, make sure you do that today. I love you and we'll see each other next time. Goodbye.